If you haven't spent your Christmas money yet, you need new sounds. Check out the first 2018 edition of Record Sundays on January 21st at Peg Beer Co. Come hang with Eye and Ear Control, Eat 'em Up Records, Dub Ditch Records, and Electric Heat Records, and soak up the sounds of the underground. You're listening to Garbage Hill, one of its first podcast network. Welcome to Witch Police Radio. I'm the regular host Sam. I'm here with irregular co-host Ryan, and we're here with Sean from Possessed Records yeah. and many uh, other projects. Yeah, which I guess we'll we'll get into over the course of this. But uh, yeah, thanks for having us. Um, yeah, no worries. It's thanks always for me on. yeah, for sure. It's always cool to see people starting labels locally because, well, for a lot of reasons. But I mean, it's uh, every time you see a new one, it's like yeah, someone's doing this. Someone is actually kind of someone wants to help get the word out there, right, about what people are doing. So. Yeah. How long has this actually been a label for? Like, what's the... Uh, um, I think about two years. Okay. Sort of. It kind of started slowly. Like, pretty much started, like, I was making tapes for my bands, like, without a label or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, originally, I just, like, kind of, like, made the label as a joke. Kind of okay. just, like, throw people off. Was it just to, like, put something on your tapes? Like, yeah. Just, like, like, I like you made these dis- disillusion tapes, and I just kind of wanted to... Uh, just kind of wanted to make people think we got signed. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, but, like, uh, people figured out it was me right away. And then I just kept doing it, I guess. That's cool. Yeah. So is it, uh, I mean, a tape obviously is a big part of it. We're looking at a big pile of tapes here that you've done. Um, yeah. Have you always been a fan of tapes? Because this is a question that, like, it does seem to come up a lot, what people, what formats people listen to. I, mean, I can tell based on this room we're in, you got CDs, you got vinyl, you got tapes. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming you're probably a big uh, physical media guy. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm not also, but, um, like, had you always been listening to tapes and it just seemed like the natural yeah, format? Yeah, kind of, like, well, my old car had a tape player. Yeah. So I think that's kind of when I really started getting into tapes. Makes and sense. then, like, I listen to, like, hardcore and stuff and it always seems to be, like, yeah, yeah. one hardcore, like, It's one of those genres that, like, stuck with tapes, do. right? Yeah. 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 Like, so. So tapes was just, like, a natural, obvious, yeah. Yeah, yeah so. Cool. Oh, it's, it's, it's good. I mean, yeah, and like, uh, I'm wearing a dubbed shirt too here. I mean, there's lots of yeah. like little labels starting up that are doing tapes, which is yeah, they're kind of like easy to do, cheap. And you can, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, anyone can do them really cheap or yeah, nice. Or... And then vinyl is the complete opposite of that. Yeah, where it's hard to do. You got to wait a long time. It's expensive. Yeah, and uh, is so. Have you just had the one release on vinyl so far? Or? Yeah, and yeah, I don't know if I'll do another one for a while. Yeah, it's pretty okay. expensive. Yeah, yeah. Is it just like? cost only or is it just a hassle like on top of that too um mostly just cost i'd say like well like for what i did i did like a hundred mm-hmm. and basically like what i'm selling them for is cost right so if i did like 300 they'd be cheap but it's like no way I could yeah well just to afford them. that yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure so for i was sure. like but uh yeah because i just did the occult hand and it's you know i'm in the band so i really wanted to try it get yourself on yeah, yeah like i just wanted to have it for myself Okay. So, well, I don't want to dwell too much on the on the format thing because you know, like, I mean, obviously, the the, the point of talking to you guys really is, is like the music that's on these tapes and on these records and stuff, right? Yeah. So, um, I guess you were mentioning before we started that you're in most of the bands. Yeah. On your releases, so I guess can you give us just a bit of background on what your uh, history is in the scene? 
like as far as what bands you played in um, and what bands you're in now? So I guess I started playing in a hardcore band called Oppressor. And then pretty much from that, like half of us became disillusioned. Okay. Just kind of did a bit more stuff. And uh, I think like Brandon was a singer that he was in Pout. Yeah, and he's been on, he yeah. talked a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So, and then, um, what else am I in? Then I started a call Tanned. And then at some point I started this band called Joyride, which is uh, Alex from Elder Abuse. Okay. And then that's kind of how I ended, I ended up being in Elder Abuse. Right, right. And then from that we started the band called Nice Cops. Okay. And then then I'm in then I played a band called Ceilings, which is kind of the other half of Oppressor that didn't start Disillusion. <laughs> and what else am I in? Oh, Hot Sewer. Play bass in that, and cool. then I played bass in a hardcore band called Locked In, and I think I think that's it. I feel like this is like a, mic, a micro <laughs> version of the whole Winnipeg scene yeah. in general. Yeah. it's just the most incestuous thing ever. Everyone's in each other's bands, but I think you're yeah. in like twenty of them based on this. So like, yeah, I made a bubble map one time. Oh, for, yeah? my, for my girlfriend. Yeah, she asked me for. Oh, like what the connections were, or yeah, just like who is in my bands too. <laughs> yeah, I was getting confused all the time because <laughs> there's like three Joshes in between a bunch. Right, of them. right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess, yeah, you have every age group, you have the same name repeating order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember a few years ago, I don't know if you remember this, but uh, I can't remember who was doing it, but someone was trying to put together a big, massive chart of all the bands in Winnipeg, past and, and present. And who's been in what? And who's been in what. That sounds like just oh, yeah. nonsense. And I think there was, I think they had, I could be wrong, I couldn't go to it, but I think they had like a meeting where they had a big thing in the paper out, and they just got a bunch of people to come, and I, I was like, well, I wanted to do it, because I had a bunch of information, and just map out as much as they could. I don't know where this was, I like, it's... Long enough ago now that I forget about it, but I would like that to be a thing. I would yeah, love that to be a yeah. thing. It would be super cool. But how do you maintain something like that? You have to be a website. Yeah, you have to do a website. Constantly updating who, yeah, who, they're now, <laughs> who they're now playing. Yeah, with. yeah, yeah. Because I mean, even like just take you for example, right? Look how many different you know. If we're doing like the Kevin Bacon game, basically with local bands, like you got so many different directions just yourself, and then each one of those bands has. And yeah, yeah. It's, it's almost impossible. Like, what's the criteria for choosing which band is worth actually including in the city? Well. Yeah, it's kind of a dinkish way to put it, but well, yeah. someone's got to. Yeah, somebody's got to. It would almost to be not worthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I mean, there's some shitty band that I was in for a week when I was 20. Does that count? Yeah. Well, I don't. But then, what if those people have gone to? That's do what it? I mean, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. If those people getting... got into better bands. Mm-hmm. Like, then it counts, right? I don't know. Yeah. Whoever made that, just get in touch with me. I want to hear. Them. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see the finished or unfinished product. But uh, yeah, you need like uh, the dot matrix paper. From uh, from the old printers, yeah, right? yeah, you'd yeah. have to lay it all out, and yeah. uh, it would be a hell of a well, maybe like a some some good old crank or something, <laughs> and just make a, a weekend out of it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> crank weekend, crank weekend. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> crank weekend flowchart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds like a good band name, actually. Um, is the uh, is the label focused mainly on like hardcore metal, heavier stuff, or is that um, just kind of based on what you've been in? Well, at first I was like kind of doing, you know whatever mm-hmm. well it started I guess kind of hardcore because that was what I was in but yeah. then I did like this joyride is kind of like you know emo or whatever okay. Like, okay. and then uh, Elder Abuse obviously is not hardcore no it's like so, so this is kind of like the last thing I put that's kind of softer on Possessed Records okay. but then I kind of basically uh, Zach from Boys Club like he made this acoustic story yeah, yeah yeah and then he asked me if I wanted to make tapes and I was like yeah I was like yeah I do but uh I was like, oh, I can't, I can't put this on this record. It's right, like, it's too soft. So then I kind of forked it, and then I made a second label. Okay, okay. Called Little Cowboy Records. 
And then, so, right now it's just Sawyer and Boys Club that I put out on that so far. Okay. And is that going to, are you hoping to do more like that, or is... Yeah, so I'm just kind of like, because I kind of want to keep possessed, like, more heavy stuff. Yeah, well, the name definitely yeah. suggests, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so... No, it's cool, it's cool. Eventually you have enough sub-labels. <laughs> you just yeah. have, like, a country label. And a, yeah. No, that, it's, it's, it's neat to see that, though, because I think that a lot of people, I mean, obviously the hardcore scene, as far as tapes go, it's been kind of constant, that's been constant in the format, but... I think a lot of people, I mean, we've seen this on the show before, too, a lot of bands will kind of expect to get something put on vinyl immediately, or they'll sink, like, a shit ton of money into their band before it's even played a show, yeah. and they'll be like, oh, we have these fancy t-shirts, and we have, like, this, like, you know, big flag on behind the stage as our logo on and stuff, when they could be just, and then it takes three years for the CD to get out, because they're too busy trying to do it all this, uh, you know, super glossy pro sort of way, when you could... It's really dubbing tapes, dubbing tapes yourself, yeah. and yeah. yeah. So it's uh, it's nice. It's always nice to see tapes because you know they they have like a weird, they have like a weird comeback where it seems like some people are super into them, but a lot of people are still completely resistant. Yeah. To, has that I don't know if it's resistant, but it just I don't own a tape player anymore. Right. Um, but for me, yeah, having a physical copy like of something main, is super important. My main like deterrent is like yeah. people are like, oh, this is cool, but I don't have a tape player. So I thought I kind of thought of bringing uh, Walkmans to shows. So better show them. Like, so better little... Yeah, but um, yeah, I think I'm kind of maybe gonna move more towards CDs though, because I made CDs for a cult hand. Yeah. And I made like 50 of them, and they just like went super quick. Those the ones people. I was like, whoa. That's yeah. all right. Yeah. People like records too, but like they're yeah they are more expensive. Yeah. They're a bit of an investment. Yeah, they are. Tapes are still a physical copy of something. They still have something I can hold and read. Um. And then so long as I can still find it online, it seems like a, 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 a thing that's useful for me to purchase still. Yeah. So I still Just have something support that, the band kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. 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 I still have something that goes on the bookshelf or, or whatever, the box next to the record crate. Um, <laughs> I should maybe just get a tape deck. You should just get a tape Go deck. Go to the Urban Outfitters and buy a boom box. That's probably going to sound like garbage. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like, and these, I put, like, I put download cards and all yeah, that. Yeah, right. see? So it's like, like, if I put it on Bandcamp, it's like, Five bucks yeah. to download it, but it's five bucks to buy it. So like, I don't know why yeah. people would just buy it just that. Right. Well, I mean, now you get the liner notes and stuff too. Yeah, you exactly. So I'm trying to make it like a cool memento. Yeah. And I've been trying to make them kind of like limited too and stuff. But That's cool. Yeah.
have you had any people who have like gotten into tapes or got, went and bought a tape deck because of this? Like because of some of your bands or? Not that I know of. Because I mean that's the goal, right? <laughs> you know, you yeah, that would be cool. That would be really cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, I don't know. It's, I guess it's hard. I mean, I've, I just never got rid of my tape deck, so yeah, tapes are fine. But I guess a lot of people. I had one before. Before the girlfriend before the ex-girlfriend I don't know I had one at some point right. then I moved out and I, I no longer Never, had one yeah. or a record collection right so she kept uh, all of it oh yeah yeah you started rebuilding though uh, yeah yeah I started rebuilding but um, I don't my I, it was like an all-in-one tape uh, dual tape deck so I could dub and, and turntable from like 84 I think my mom bought it yeah and uh, now I don't have a tape deck uh, on my turntable we'll go buy one well, okay, tell me. I'm not floating around in highfalutin tape deck money. I don't think that you need that highfalutin tape deck money. It's like Valley Village tape deck yeah. money. Oh, shit. It's like four ninety nine. All right, let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> probably yeah. good. Yeah. Probably Maybe, good. Uh, there's a thrift store by one of my jobs. There there's a thrift store by both of my jobs. Tape deck. All right, tape deck. It's happening. Right on. Right. I'm going to ask you about this next week. Yeah, good. It's been a good... Yeah, it's a good night already. You've decided to get a tape deck. I'm going to buy a tape deck. Right on. All right. Yeah, okay, so... Okay. So as far as uh, producing the tapes goes, I mean, are you uh, doing these by hand, hand dubbing them, or? Uh, no, like they're they're all pro dubbed. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't be just because the time, that. time yeah. commitment. Yeah. yeah, like actually, like this this tape, like this isn't on the label. Okay, this, but it's a banner plan. Like we we hand dubbed them, and it was a nightmare. Yeah, for, yeah. Sure, for sure. I've <laughs> tried it before, and it's it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, and my uh, like my one friend in the band, like he did it. And he had to listen to each one because he only had one tape deck. Yeah. And it was like, it's pretty short, but it's like 12 minutes, but he Make sure made like 13 of them and it took forever. Yeah. yeah. Well, where do you, you get the blank tapes from? For that? Uh, do you know, you know that band Wolf's Blood? It's like an old hardcore band. I'm not sure. They sound hey, familiar, but... we got it from, like he got them from one of the guys. Okay. That. So half of this tape is actually Wolf's Blood's demo. <laughs> they just taped over? <laughs> well, no, it's like one half is like oh, our band and then yeah. the other half is like Wolf's Blood. That's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. So if you listen to the wrong half, you'll be like, whoa, what is this? <laughs> well, this, uh, like, uh, that looks like one of those 15-minute tapes they used to have at uh, Mother's Music. At Mother's, yeah. yeah. I used to go there all the time. It's like the Cato demo. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I used to go there all the time by those. But yeah. Like, and then they, they became Lama Quaid and stopped selling them. Was, oh, really? I mean, I guess times have changed and maybe I shouldn't expect yeah, tapes to be there. Yeah, blank tapes. Yeah. Well, times have kind of changed back, so maybe they have them again. I don't know. I was. I, I remember when I first went there when it became Lama Quaid, yeah. expecting to go buy some tapes and it was gone. Really? Hey. Yeah. yeah. Well, bring back Woko. And we can go we'll and buy all the red and black uh, blank tapes. Those are good tapes. Those are good tapes. I remember those. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. For the most part, like I find it's like almost works out to be the same price if you dub them as, to get them, as yeah. if you just like get them pro dubbed. Cool. Yeah. And you don't have to listen to the same yeah. thing over and over again for yeah. an entire week. Uh, yeah, and 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 yeah, like I want them to sound good. Or, yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. 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 That's a selling feature too, right? It's a pro dub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's usually what I write on the. Yeah, just just um, the press, yeah. press release. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you, are, are you? How much are you planning to expand this? I mean, like I know you, again, it's mostly your bands or bands that you're sort of connected to. Yeah. Um, are you trying to kind of push it more so you get other bands, or are you um, keeping it? Within I think the, I'm kind of like trying to make, keep it kind of slow. I don't know. I, like, I I feel like when I'm older, yeah, and I'm like maybe not playing in bands as much anymore. Then yeah, like I like to like still help out and like do younger bands and stuff. That's and, why like, I do this. So I'm yeah. just kind of <laughs> so, yeah, doing like right? yeah. it's kind of like a learning curve yeah, yeah. right now. But yeah. at the same time, like uh, yeah, I would like to put out other bands, but it's like I do have like a limited amount of money. Sure, yeah, yeah. of course. And then yeah. when I have my own bands doing stuff, it's like oh, I can't. Well, it's sometimes I can't right? pay yeah. for everything. You know? Yeah, yeah. And it's just you too. It's like a one woman. Yeah, it's just me. Yeah, which I 
Yeah. I feel like it'd kind of be more complicated if there's other people, because, like, right. kind of bad at, like, bookkeeping. Right. Because I'll sell a tape, and then, you know, I might go buy a beer. Just pop it. Yeah. 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 But that's the thing when it's just you, right? You put your money into it, so anybody taking out anything should be yeah. you, right? So I don't really want to, like, split hairs with people. And <laughs> yeah, that makes that. sense. At what point did you decide, you know, this is more than just a thing where you release a couple tapes, and it's actually now a label? I mean, I know you said you kind of gave it a name to um, it. But you know, get a lot of releases here, I right? felt like it was really a label, like, once I did an actual record. Okay. Because I'm like, oh, yeah, now I'm actually a record label. Because right. before I was like, oh, yeah, I have a record label kind of thing, but I just have tapes. Right, so that legitimizes it? Then? Yeah, yeah, so that's, yeah. that's kind of why I felt like, oh, yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm actually doing it now. And then, like, leading up to our records, doing, like, blog things, yeah. or whatever, and then they were, like, mentioning it, so I was like, oh, it's kind of real now. So now you're on the internet. internet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And, like, mailing out records and whatever. Yeah. So. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that's the thing, probably a lot of the, the, the extra stuff that people don't consider when they put out their own tapes. Because you could very easily release a tape and just play some shows and sell the shows, but yeah. obviously when you're trying to make money back on an LP and stuff, you have to do all that yeah. extra extra shit that, I, I mean, I, I guess it's probably easier now with the internet, in the yeah. sense that you can just contact people, you know, within seconds, but still, there's probably a lot of work that goes into it, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's kind of weird how, like, people find it. Yeah. Because, like, uh, like... The other day, someone bought bought a record from like Germany, and like I don't know how they found it. Oh, just off the internet? Like, yeah, yeah, cool. Out of Bandcamp, so I sent it there, and yeah, it's kind of cool. That kind of happens now, though, right? You just like you stumble upon something, and then you find something that they like, and then it's like, oh, cool, this is amazing. And they're yeah, from Switzerland or something. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It was weird too. Like, like when we were in disillusion, like we kept getting all these like likes on Facebook, and yeah. every one of them was, like, a Mexican name. Weird. And then I was just like, what is this? Are we getting, like, spam yeah, or something? So and then I, like, messaged one of them, I was like, oh, how'd you find this? And they was just, like, on Bandcamp or whatever, so. Cool. Just, know, like, some big Mexican cool. hardcore scene. And, yeah, yeah, it's cool with the internet. Yeah, that's I don't awesome. know how, I still don't know how they found it, but, like, just looking through tags, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, that gives you, I guess, an opportunity to expand, like, the audience more, right? Because, I mean, this yeah. is a, especially because it's kind of genre-specific and it's local and it's tapes, it's kind of a very niche audience within a niche audience, and the internet, you can at least yeah. expand it more.
How many releases do you have in total? Is this all of them here? Or? Uh, yeah, so I think there's six on Possessed Records and then two on Little Cowboy. Okay. And then like a couple of these are just like before. Or right. Before you had the name kind of thing? Yeah. Like this was like the first one I did and I don't know, it's not the best. <laughs> like I don't know. I feel like the I feel like the site I ordered off got better too because like I think I got them to print the covers and it was like cheaper. To oh yeah. Not do the spine and stuff. So you so just I wrote it with marker. Yes, and yeah. stuff, but it's like I don't. know. So I like print the covers myself usually because they charge a lot for it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another thing. But yeah, why fits though is you can print your own and have so, like something somewhere else press it and then you just have a night. You got your buddies over or whatever, a mm-hmm. couple of drinks and you just stuff seven inches or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, cut right. stuff. My no. girlfriend says it's my crafts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah right. Exactly. Yeah, cut, cut and fold, and. But that's like the best part of a DIY anything, though, right? Is like the, just the kind of. The, like we said, yeah. the record stuffing parties or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I said seven inch stuffing, fun. stuffing seven inches. Yeah, kind of. It sounds like leaners. Like, it's kind of like one part I really like. It's just like putting it together. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sometimes it's floor like, with a mess and scissors, and you just yeah. Like, sometimes yeah. it takes a little, a little while, like the like. I also, for the record, like I cut the lyric sheets myself. Okay, yeah. And yeah, that took forever. I bet, yeah. Yeah. How many did you make of the record? A hundred. Yeah, that would take a while. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's, that's, that's, that's like, I have said it a couple times already, but it's, it's always awesome to see this still being a thing, like DIY still being a thing, especially because like the internet makes DIY into a different thing because the Bandcamp, right? I mean, you don't have to have physical copies. You could just be straight up putting this on Bandcamp only. And people can just download it to whatever, yeah. and then that's the end of the end of it. There's no, there's no label involved. There's no yeah, so, physical release involved. Like yeah, how, kind of how I always felt about it, and like why I started doing tapes is because like I felt like it kind of didn't exist without like a physical like, yeah, 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 yeah. Just like throwing it into the void of the internet. Yeah, because like yeah, that's cool. It's on the internet, but it's like forgotten about, kind of. Right, because it's just out there with seven. Whereas like you know people. like I like to like I like to have the things to like look back on. Right, you can prove you did something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So are you, uh, do you have anything coming up on the label that uh, you've been working on, or? I don't, well, uh, Nice Cops has, like, a three-song demo, so I'll probably, like, maybe make a few tapes for that, and I was thinking about maybe making, like, some CDs. Okay. We'll see, get, but, like, um, I know we're, like, planning on recording, like, a full length or something. Okay, cool. So, I don't know, I'm going to kind of just take my time with that one. I guess you're in enough bands that eventually one of them's gonna record something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got it. Yeah, yeah and then, uh, sooner than later. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. yeah. So like basically, things I, I plan come or bleh, things that I have planned coming up are uh, locked into the second EP. Okay. Which I think we just have to finish the vocals, so I'll probably put that out eventually. Cool, cool. Maybe do CDs and tapes. I'm thinking of, like doing CDs with tapes now, and then um, I think uh, I think I might do a cassette for like a dagger mouth. Oh, cool. Like okay. one song by them. Like a, like sing- a single? A single? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like a single. Nice. Yeah. With like the cardboard case and everything too? Or? Um, I don't know. It's maybe, like a big maybe. hallmark of like a single, right? Maybe, I don't know. Like... I haven't really like ironed out the details yeah. yet, but. Do you get, uh, now, I mean, now that you you kind of exist on the, in the sense that people can look you up on the internet, they've seen some of your releases, they've seen some physical vinyl CDs, tapes, whatever. Yeah. Do you get people kind of sending you stuff, saying, asking to put out their music? Yeah, or? a few things, yeah. Like, um. Well, obviously, like, Burn Your World at... Burn Your World was, like, the first band that asked me. So okay. I was, like, pretty stoked, so I did that. <laughs> and I like... I really like that EP. And then, yeah, I've had a few kind of random bands, like, one band from, like, Saskatchewan. And okay. I was kind of like... I was like, oh, yeah, just show me your stuff. And they never showed me stuff. And then <laughs> I had some other, like, 
band that like, wanted me to want me to press like a record for them, and I was like, oh, well, I can't really afford that. Yeah, like, and they're like, yeah. So somebody contacted you and were like, yo, put our, our music out, and you were like, yeah. What do you sound like? And then they were just like dead silence. Yeah, it was well. It's weird. Oh yeah, they were like, well, they hadn't recorded it yet. Oh. But they had some other stuff out, and I don't know what happened. Maybe they broke up, or I was just like, yeah, show me when it's done, because <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. And then nothing. Yeah. Complete radio silence. Yeah, that's pretty weird. <laughs> yeah, and then, um, <clears throat> yeah, that other band, they were on, like, Profound Lore Records, okay. yeah. but, like, ten years ago. So they hadn't been in the before? Yeah, so I was like, oh, that's pretty sick, and yeah. then, uh, they're actually from Brandon, I won't say who they are, I can't, don't remember their name anyway, <laughs> but, uh, but I was like, I was like, oh, yeah, that's pretty cool, and they sounded cool, but they're, like, uh, they're older now, so they're not touring or anything, they're right. just Brandon, so I'm like, well, I'm not gonna really spend that much money on that because you're not going to make anything back yeah, yeah. which is a, like goes for any label like they don't want to really put out your stuff if you're not touring yeah yeah because we're going to sell the most yeah, yeah. yeah for sure yeah or at least get people to notice you so they go home and they check the website when they've got a few bucks or whatever right and then get shit mailed out to them but right. yeah it's the future yeah the and future the is happening the future yeah the future is today yeah. or whatever is it I don't know I don't know Oh, man, I've been getting high all day. <laughs> I was not prepared for this. You are taking for... naps on and off all day. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's a good one. Is that how you get ready for a podcast? It's my Mondays. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so where can people where can people find these? I mean, I, I was at Music Trader today and I saw a bunch of these. Uh, yeah, there, so but... I got some at Music Trader. I just dropped off some at, like, Sunrise Records. Oh, cool. And okay. Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the just, deal with that spot? Is it super dope? Or is it no, just kind of like... I don't know, like, I was... Just some place that exists. No, it... I, I work right near the mall. Yeah. And I don't drive to work. So I'm... My only option to get any kind of records in the daytime is there. Because right. there's nothing else around there, right? Yeah. So I go there out of necessity. Because, right. like, if I want to look at records or something, that's the only spot I got on my lunch break. And it's fine. It's basically HMV, but with less... Pop culture shit and more vinyl. Okay, yeah, a lot more vinyl. A lot more vinyl. So, they, they they have a, a baffling, absolutely baffling used vinyl section. Have you seen that? Thing? I I've, so I've I just went in the one time. Right. It's, yeah, it has a used section, and I feel like they got. I don't know this for sure. I've not even worked there or anything, but I feel like someone sold them a lot of records, and they were just like a but. It's a bunch of stuff that no one would buy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's used stuff that looks like it all came from the same like, box. Same basement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's all like records by people you kind of heard of, but they're not good. And they're like, it, there's nothing, you know, you go to any used record store, they're going to have a couple things like, oh yeah, this record. Or oh yeah, that's a pretty good album. Like, I wonder why someone sold that. None of this is that. It's all just, I can't even explain it. It's just like weird shit that by people who are sort of names, but no one is ever going to listen yeah. to them because it's like, oh, I heard about that guy once like 20 years ago, you know? And you don't want it. Are they a large company? Yeah, yeah they're across Canada. I think they bought all the HMVs. They bought all the HMVs. Okay. All right. I know I went in there one time and records are about $3 more than any other record store I go to, which I assume is just mall prices. Yeah, I think so. I haven't bought a record in a mall, I would say, ever. Um, It seemed all right, though. I think they had a lot of things. They have a decent jazz section. They have a decent hip-hop section, like for vinyl. Yeah. Um, Everything else is mixed together, though, which is kind of annoying, so... I thought thought it was cool that they were, like, putting out local stuff. That was cool. Yeah, that's that's why I I was kind of bummed when I went there, because they did, like, um, consignment. Yeah. But most places, you take it in, you you say what you want to sell it for, and then they mark it up a bit. Yeah. There, they take half. Oh, well. You just say what you want to sell for, and then they get half. So I was like, oh, 
Yeah. Well, okay, Jeez. I was like, oh, well, these records cost me 20 bucks each. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess I'll mark it up to 25 and then I get $12. So it's kind of like I'm taking a loss on each one. Yeah, yeah, But I guess it's cool to be in the well, mall. Well, so you get and a wider audience. People yeah. might, like, yeah, yeah. so I just look at it that way. But yeah. uh, I was kind of like, oh, 50%, like, I guess, like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that it exists, just because, I mean, I know, like, the kids listen to records differently than I did when I was a teenager, than we did, but... I mean, I, I like that even more record store because a lot of people, you know, yeah. they're not going to go to, they're not going to know about Music Trader. Yeah, there's probably like a lot of people that like don't even know about local bands. Exactly, right? And then they yeah. see like this even yeah, yeah, record yeah. there. Yeah. Like so like but, the West Forty Nine of the record stores. And then, and then one other thing, one other thing that bothered me though is like, like they wouldn't let me drop off any tapes that I didn't play in. I guess I could have lied. Yeah. But uh, they said I have to actually be in the band. You being so, the label doesn't. Make yeah, it they said like going to be in a, like a label. They said I had to actually be in the band. That seems odd. Yeah, it was kind of like... It's weird. Maybe yeah. it depends. Maybe it was just the maybe. guy who was working, though. Yeah, or maybe. Yeah, there was like... Well, I mean, like, I could have just said... I could have just said, oh, yeah. You're just selling cassettes, yeah. Yeah, but I was like, oh, whatever. Anyway, it's cool that you're in Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, it is... It is and like, I don't mean to shit on that store. It's no, like, no. It's, 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 I'm glad it's okay. there. As oh, well. yeah, and back to the original question. Yes. Or you can buy it on Bandcamp or right. any shows I play. And there's a lot of bands here, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you sell most of them at shows, or are they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shows and like, and like music trader and whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like I plan on dropping off at more record stores, but I just haven't gone around to. You gotta find them like, first. Into the music. And, yeah. Yeah. Once music trader is close to me, so I just like walk there. It's right. Easy, it's like, also really good go for there. local stuff too. Like, yeah. They've always had a really good section. I think they're stopped doing consignment though. Actually. Oh really? Yeah. That's what do they do now instead? I don't know. Is there just... <laughs> I don't know. Well, I know it was kind of weird they called me because they like sold out all the occult hand CDs yeah. and tapes and then they asked me to bring more and then I brought more and then they were like, oh, when did you get that call? And I was like, today? And they are like, oh, we're not doing consignment anymore. Hmm. And then they were like, oh, I guess we'll... St-. They still took them though. Because they were there. Today. I don't know. I was maybe, actually, they had maybe they changed their mind, but I, I guess... Yeah, isn't that going to kill kind of locals selling? Yeah, I was kind of like, yeah. oh, that's weird. Yeah, for sure that's weird. So, I don't know what's so up. I've been doing consignment forever. Since I like, sold my first zine there. Did you? In like the fucking mid, well, late mid 90s. What was your yeah, zine? It was like called Crap. Oh, yeah. With an exclamation mark. We did exactly one issue. Nice. Yeah. Oh, nice. I think we printed it for 35 cents and sold it for 55. Yeah, but 97, 20 cents. It's a pretty big go deal. Go a long yeah, way. Totally. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Collect 40 times 20 cents by yourself an OE. Yeah. Yeah. No, you! 
infrastructure of doing this because it's one thing to record your music and just put out a tape but then kind of the idea of you know where to get a print where, where to get them you know dubbed where to get things printed how to do all that like did you have how, how did you figure that out um, as a one man I've just been show. kind of figuring out as I go I guess like um, I've always used the same place for tapes because okay. I there's pretty much only one place in Canada it's like uh, duplication.ca right yeah I've seen that so yeah. And, yeah that's like the main one and then like from there I've just kind of like learned how to like make it cheaper for myself okay. and like by each one I get a little bit better at it and then uh records was kind of like a new experience for me and yeah. then I like I don't know I just did my research and stuff and then um we recorded with Jordan Voth mm-hmm. who's so, been on the show recently so yeah actually, so yeah. he he actually like uh I think he phoned or like he contacted like this uh whatever you call it, press plant, pressing oh, plant. just that he's worked with before. Or something. Yeah, and he, he kind of like brokered like a discount with them that anything he recorded would get a, like a, a discount oh, cool. printing there. So like he suggested them, so I went with them. That's and, awesome. And it was pretty good. It was like really fast like turnaround. It was probably like six weeks. Oh, really? Because I always hear that about records that it takes forever. Because, yeah, because yeah. I... Because I, uh, I gave myself like a good chunk of time because like uh, the Occult Hand record release was in like October. Mm-hmm. So I think I started doing it in like May or something, and I had the records by like July. It's pretty good. Yeah. So, so like uh, well in advance of the yeah, record. which was cool. And then I kind of just sold them here and there like before the release. Oh yeah, but, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So, but that's so that's the only LP right now for the label, and you're kind of yeah. gonna keep it at that for a bit with the record. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Let's well, I get, yeah, I get it. I mean, if I like, if any of my bands like make a full length, like uh, I'll consider it. But as far as like other people, it's like. Uh, pretty hefty investment so. definitely yeah. yeah yeah well it makes sense it was one of your bands too right? yeah. yeah are you uh, are any of these bands that you're in the 1700 bands you're in are any of them have anything big coming up in the next few months that you want to plug on the show here and, uh... um I'm trying to think uh I'll do this at the show in January okay January 6th with Bleed American oh, cool. and Alone I Walk um Locked In will have a new EP coming out eventually and I think Hot Sewer's recording soon with Jordan as well cool my band Ceilings is going to be recording with Jordan. I don't know. I think that's pretty much it. Do you uh, make any... It's the winter. Yeah, 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 <laughs> totally, yeah. Do you make any attempt to um, kind of give the, the label um, uh, like an, an aesthetic? I mean, like a lot of... It just, uh, again, thinking of Dubditch, you know, as a local label. If you look at the spines of all their tapes, they're all same font, same everything, and you can kind of immediately recognize them. Even the stickers on the tapes, like, do you do anything like that to try and keep it as like, oh, this is a possessed release um, that people can... Visually, I don't know, cause I kind of I kind of started off just kind of doing whatever. Yeah, 
But yeah, I think I'd like to try to do that. But like, I, I mean, right now they kind of have all aesthetic. Like they're all, they're all kind of hand labeled for the yeah, most part. Yeah, black and white for the most part too. Right? Yeah, like for yeah, black and white. It feels kind of like a heavy metal. It is. It is thing to do. Yeah, or even just like a punk rock thing too for the yeah. Cost, right? Like in the hand photocopy kind of. But I, I mean, like, not particularly. No. These two know. on the other label almost look like they have a. Yeah. Well, they're like the same guy. Same guy, right? Yeah. But yeah, yeah, these these ones so far like have a good aesthetic. Like I I used I stamped them with like a vintage stamp. Okay. So I might try to keep that and like keep the little cowboy thing more concise. Yeah. So people can recognize it as a yeah. little cowboy. Yeah. Maybe make it a little more limited. I don't know. Kind of. Just well, I definitely know. get the impression that yeah, you're doing it kind of on the yeah. fly too, which is yeah. cool. But no, I mean, obviously it's successful enough that you have been able to put out all this stuff. So it's a, it's, a, it's a really good start, obviously. Right? Yeah. Like, so that's cool. Um, if someone wants to find out more info about the label, what's the best thing to do? Is it Bandcamp? Is that the best spot? Or? Yeah, Bandcamp. I think I got a Facebook page. Okay. What's the Bandcamp address? Do you know? Uh, just Possessed Records at Bandcamp. Cool. Dot com. Okay. And then uh, same with like Little Cowboy Records at Bandcamp.com. Cool. And then uh, as far as the bands you're in, do you want to plug them all again? Or? Yeah, so Elder Abuse, Occultan, Locked In, um, Hot Sewer, Ceilings, Nice Cops. I like how you have to actually look at the tape. <laughs> <laughs> I always appreciate yeah, that. Well. Six, yeah. Yeah. How do you even manage the time for the six bands with a little label on top of that? Okay, so, um, <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting question. So, like, some bands, every band's kind of different. So, usually I have, like, my week and I have, like, set jam days. Okay. So, like, Hot Zero Jam on Mondays. Like, um, the, we, a call time runs a jam space. So I do that on Tuesdays, okay. and then Ceilings also jams there. So sometimes I'll cramp them both in one day. Makes sense. And sometimes I'll do one on the weekend. And Elder Abuse kind of doesn't really practice. Yeah, I kind of got <laughs> the impression from that when I was talking we about it. kind of just do it on the fly. Sometimes we'll practice, and then, like, so sometimes when that happens, I'll have, like, a really busy week. And then um, Nice Cops. Nice Cops is kind of jamming bi-weekly. Okay. And... Oh yeah, locked in. Locked in was kind of jamming regularly on Thursdays, Wednesdays. But then uh, our guitar player actually just moved to Calgary. Okay. So now we're kind of on an elder abuse schedule. Right. So we'll just when he comes back. Like uh, he's kind of coming back periodically to do like uh, video stuff. And oh, whatever, cool. So. so we just kind of jam when he comes back. How do you even remember all the songs? Like, I, I mean, I've been in one band. I don't know, like, uh, question. like yeah. sometimes I feel like I'll be having, like, kind of an outer body experience, like, oh, what band am I in right now? But I'll, like, like just my hands will remember. Cool. Like, good, like, muscle memory, and it's like, oh, yeah, thank you, hands, for knowing what's going on. <laughs> yeah. And do you get, like, you have to, like, get into, like, a cult hand mode or something, and then, like, they sort of come to you, or is it just... I don't know. Not really. I don't know. Maybe I just stuck like, remembering songs. Like in the summer, in the summer, I I tried doing a thing like for it was my birthday, so I pl- like played in five bands all at one show. Oh, wow. I had a birthday show, so that that was kind and of. And that worked. Like you, you made it through okay. Yeah, I made it through. It was, I don't know if we'll do it again, but <laughs> <laughs> I always I always like had the idea of doing it. And I was yeah. Like, okay, I'm gonna do it this year because I like thought about doing it before and I kind of chickened out. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's oh, a lot. That's a lot. I was like, oh, people are gonna think I'm a dick. <laughs> but I don't know. It was pretty fun. Cool. Where yeah. was that show? It was a handsome daughter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, 
Yeah, I, I, I couldn't handle it. I don't think I'd do that. No. I would forget immediately. I'd forget the song. Like, I'd minutes. just get off the stage and like rip a fart and just be like, I gotta go. Yeah, yeah I was like, <laughs> I tried, guys. It was a good memory test for sure. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, you should probably get yourself checked out for like yeah. some kind of special uh, super memory skills. But uh, yeah, okay, so people should check out the check out the label, check out the Bandcamp. Um, I know a bunch of this in Music Trader. Is that the only store right now? Uh, yeah, Music Trader and then Sunrise. And right, Sunrise. Yeah. I think yeah. I dropped some off. I dropped some off at like um, Eat 'Em Up. Okay, cool. Like, yeah, yeah. that seems like a good fit too, right? Like, yeah, yeah, awesome. And then people, uh, yeah, you can buy them on the Bandcamp and order them that yeah. way, I guess, right? So. And yeah, and I might spread the stores around a bit more. Cool. Once I get out there. Cool. Awesome. Okay. Well, yeah. It's uh, again really happy to see more people doing this because. I know everyone, I mean, I tried doing a label once, and then eventually turned into this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I, you know, I tried doing a label once, yeah. and eventually turned into debt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that seems to happen. Debt and spells of CDs. And I just like, and what am I doing with yeah. all these Yeah, that's another thing. Like, I, I have, like, doing this, I have, like, talked to some people that I've known that started labels and kind yeah. of gotten some insights and stuff, and then... Like, what not to do kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. a little bit, and then just ask some questions, and then... Uh, too, like, I'll there be on a couple labels, so, like, the yeah. guy from State of Mind was pretty chill, and he told me if I ever have any questions, I can ask him cool, and stuff, cool. and so people have been helpful. Well, yeah. you need that, I think, too, if you start yeah. yeah. it from nothing, right? Like, yeah, yeah. people think it's cool, and they want to help you, and cool. support, so. Awesome, yeah, so people listening, I mean, you should support this, uh, as we always kind of try to encourage, is anything DIY, I'm going to thank you, yeah. I kind of want to go for it, right? Um, if you want to hear more episodes of this show, go to witchplease.com. At this point, there'll be well over 260 episodes. You can uh, get them all for free, streaming and download whenever you want. Uh, the archive is there forever. And you can hear us on Sundays on uh, UMFM at midnight. And if, what do you call it? The meth hour? Yeah, the meth hour. The meth hour. If you're up with the meth hour, turn Crank on weekends and meth hours. Right. Turn yeah. on UMFM right. and uh, check out the show. And you got anything to plug? No, I got nothing to plug. Nothing going on? No, nothing. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay, we're good. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <Thanks. Yeah. laughs>